This episode of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live is brought to you in part by Viewfinders Identity Search and Design. Your choice for web design, graphic design, and all multimedia development needs. Visit VFISAD.com and let us bring your vision to reality. This is Charlotte Chung and Fred Tatashore. And you're listening to ACMG Presents Talk Time Live. This week, it is all about remakes with news on upcoming classics and more. Then we check out the new indie game, Super Mash, and our final stage review of Trials of Mana. All this and more as ACMG presents Talk Time Live Extra. Select start. Welcome to the show to give you all the news, views, and opinions in the world of gaming. This is ACMG presents Talk Time Live Extras. Select start with your host, Xavier Josiah. Power up and game on. folks welcome back to another episode of select start i am your host xavier josiah folks i am begging you if you could find a way to social distance yourself in a safest way and protect yourself in the safest way get your asses outside today and tomorrow and the next day is any days that are going to be like 60 to 80 get your ass out there i literally just came back i woke up five o'clock this morning uh to get my ass up because this is the first 80 degree weather that we had which means once it hits this time i'm going to try to get us to get outside and bike as much as possible throughout the winter i've been doing peloton and everything because you know i'm not out there being able to get out there and do it on thing but i had the opportunity to get my bike out my actual bike and do some real world riding out there and it was just the best thing in the world just to get out there just to experience you know, just nature and everything about it. I know I'm, I'm on my grown man mode right now because kids are listening right now. I'm like nature, what the hell. <laughs> but no, honest to goodness, these are the times with everything going on right now that we need to really, really appreciate and cherish everything that we can say, see, and do because it's getting crazy out here. We don't know what the hell is going to happen down the line, especially with a second wave being predicted to happen and it superseding what this is. So try to stay healthy out there, but also be safe and keep everybody else safe out there. But just enjoy everything out there. Just be smart about it when you do. Um, I went on like a 31 mile ride this morning and I feel phenomenal. Uh, I just got back and I just decided like, you know, let me do the show first and I'll relax and chill and uh, actually take a shower too. But <laughs> I, I literally burnt off like uh, 1400 calories on this man. So, you know, game over on that note. But speaking of game over, we're here to talk about games and we actually got some news this week. I can't believe we actually got some news and we got somewhat two reviews to talk about well more or less one but one of another game that i'm playing right now that i haven't fully beat yet or played but i want to talk about it now because i've been waiting for this game to come out for some time and uh it is arrived so uh 
the today we're going to talk about Super Mash, which is if you guys saw the Nintendo Direct um, of the last uh, showcase that Nintendo did, I believe this was showcased on air, and it was a it's basically an indie game about uh, a, it allows you to mash up games in different genres that you never got a chance to mash up before. So, um, any, like from JRPGs, shooters, uh, action, adventure, platforms, all that stuff, Metrovania, it lets you do all this stuff. And you just mash the two genres together to come up with some crazy type of game that you play. But there is a story element and everything to it as well. So we're going to talk about that a little bit more. But honestly, this entire episode will be focusing more on remakes. There's a lot of remakes happening right now and i think is that the success of final fantasy 7 now i will say i doubt if every single remake that comes out will be anywhere near as great as that game or even uh zelda links awakening to that extent i would say that will probably be the second best remake i've uh, played so far but there are a lot of them coming out uh that we're going to talk about today uh, and on the top of our hour in our final stage review, we're actually going to review Trials of Mana. I finally got a chance to play that game. I I, I will talk about it, but um, definitely there's a lot to like. And there's some things that didn't click with me per se. And then it is also the factor of this is coming out right around our time. Uh, Final Fantasy 7 comes out so you know it, there's a lot of factors to this being that this is a remake and this is another remake and it's a R- action RPG much like Final Fantasy 7 and is all by Square Enix as well so we'll be talking about all of that uh, today so let's not waste any time let's get to the news that we have and uh, quite a bit of news uh, Nintendo let's start with them Nintendo actually surprised us out of the blue no no nintendo direct or anything like that but they announced a new mario game coming very soon uh in july and in fact it's a paper mario game i've never played any of the paper mario games i don't recall ever playing any of the paper mario games or had any interest in playing the paper mario games while i do recognize that they are really really cool looking to some extent and they it's a different film and a different way and this is again this is the beauty of the mario franchise is that say what you will about it you can love it or hate it which a majority a huge majority of people a high volume of majority of fans love mario there's really nothing to like about mario you can never say that mario is cookie cutter it's all the same thing they never each mario game is different and even if they bust out with sequels of the ones, even those come out with different features that the other one doesn't. They do it. They're doing it again with Paper Mario. It's coming out for the Nintendo Switch in July. Uh, it's entitled The Origami King, and it will include a beautifully stationary and paper mache art style that uh, puts everything, everyone's favorite plumber, against a new threat, and that being the Origami King. Um, the game appears to be an open world platform that utilizes both 2D and 3D for us all in the trailer. And the game is set for July 17th. Now, I saw this. I saw the trailer. I think it's beautiful looking. It's from an artistic standpoint. It looks absolutely stunning. Uh, the paper, the texture of the of the uh, of the game looks legit like actual stationary. And as somebody who used to work at an art store and had to look at like different 
handmade <laughs> papers and stationaries off through the course of two and a half years i can definitely say that yeah it, it looks legit and the paper mache looks legit the textures and everything just are so on point the lighting and the lighting and shadowing of uh that beams off of the paper mache on there is really cool and i'm saying paper mache because there was a scene in there that had um, the metroid uh helmet same as this helmet on there and there's a gleam of light that's just shining on the paper mache because of the clay finish in there so i i thought that was awesome i thought that was awesome now with that said i'm not me personally i'm not really that intrigued yet to jump onto this game because i actually like mario just as mario like mario odyssey is just gonna is is all my all-time favorite mario game as of right now uh and then second by maybe three uh from that note but I really, really enjoy what they did, and uh, I'm, you know, I'm looking forward to seeing more. Maybe down the line, I may want to jump on it and get into it. But I mean, for Mario fans, for hardcore Mario fans, this is a good deal. I love this, and this came out of nowhere because nobody's nobody knew about this. So kudos to Nintendo for keeping secrets on that news. So uh, down the line, it's coming. And you remember, E3 technically is coming, but not coming due to COVID nineteen. But I know that they are all planning and all companies are planning to do some sort of announcements down the line. And, you know, right around the time that E3 is supposed to come out. So um, they're going to work something out. They're going to work somebody something out. All of our all the companies that are involved in our favorite fandoms are working their best to get things out. And as fans, we need to really recognize that and appreciate that they're not just giving up They're Well, one, they can't because they need to make money Two they love what they do and they want to keep doing it and they want to keep us happy and they want to keep us you know going as well as them going and find a way to you know keep them in business as much as us being able to invest in what they have so um i really appreciate what that everybody does and i think as fans we need to really look back and take a and and kick out the entitlement feel because I feel like a lot of fans feel entitled that they must have this, that this should happen and stuff like this when they've never been involved in the process of how these things happen. So and I think a lot of the reason why I think about it is because I actually talk to a lot of people or I know a lot of people who are involved in a lot of these you know productions and processes and everything. And me myself, who does my who who does my own little thing even that even to that extent that's a lot of work so um i i really i really appreciate what you know the efforts and the process of what everybody doing this is why i always have people on the show like you know ben uh Fike and the people and other game developers and it, just everybody around to really appreciate what we um just appreciate what they've done and, and let them know that you know their process is value because that means a lot so I'm looking forward to seeing what more they, uh, is to come with this and any more new announcements because we don't know what the hell is coming. It looks like they're going to be on time. The fact that they even have, again, a even 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 in the events of COVID-19, which is affecting a lot of you know companies, we still get actual release dates from Nintendo. That has never failed. So kudos to them on that note. I, I, I really appreciate that. Um, I want to go to some Retromania wrestling news here. Uh, Retrosoft has been working their asses off. I mean, literally working their asses off. Shout out to Mike Herman on there. Uh, 
he's been working his ass off getting out this game, WrestleMania Wrestling, and informing early investors, myself included, um, of the game, what to expect. There's always, if you want to follow, if you're interested in this game, but you don't know, uh, they have a YouTube channel. And Mike Herman is always reporting on the progress of how everything's going, um, you know, getting us all excited about everything that he's doing. And he's, you know, gathered quite a bit of a following now because of this game. And, you know, there's a lot writing in this. This is a lot writing on this because we have been devoided of a wrestling, new wrestling game or a new really quality wrestling game for quite some time. Um, WWE blew it in this case. Big time blew it um we're still waiting for uh, the aew title which due to circumstances beyond their control i we don't even know if that's going to happen anytime soon uh so that may be on a standstill so retro mania wrestling may be the only thing that we have right now and it looks you know it looks like it's up to is going to be a great uh thing uh, and again i played it i played the demo of it myself when i was at a wrestling event uh and and talk with mike uh and it, it's just awesome and it was just that was the early process that i played it's probably even better than it was before now uh match types for the game has been announced too so you got the 10 pounds of gold which you know mike explained on the youtube uh clip that this is kind of it's a it's kind of an arcade mode but in a sense it's another story mode as well it's just basically you wrestling to get to fight um nick aldis for the nwa world uh title and the cool part is and he explained something on this game and i I can't wait to get him back on the show to talk about this because we talked about it before uh when he was on the show but the one thing that i love about no mercy was that when you became the champion whether in the match types mode or the actual main story you were always going to be that that champion so the next time you go around the person that you that you uh beat as champion will be that champion and you're facing another person to become that champion and take over if if that makes sense now if you try to you know if you play as your character who is the champion then eventually you're going to be defending that title instead of reaching to that title so it's it the cool part is and i loved about this with no mercy and when they did it is that it created and and virtual uh virtual pro wrestling uh and the uh famicom 64 the nintendo 64 in japan um the what i loved about that that logistic and aspect is that it creates imagination and it allows you to it, it, it creates not only imagination but the replay value is ongoing because you're creating your own narrative and story of what's going to happen and what you're doing and everything from there. So uh, I really like what they're doing with the 10 pounds of gold uh, deal right there. There's also the story mode that they're going to have in addition to this, which is going to be focused on Johnny Nitro uh, from Impact Wrestling. Uh, and I believe from what I understand, this whole entire it's going to be a story mode, but it's also going to be a tutorial mode, too, um, which is going to be held by stevie richards in his gym and he's going to teach you how to play the game properly so which is awesome from their point other uh, match types that are on there singles tag team six man tag eight man tag three way four way retro rumble uh there are also options within that elimination mode still cage there's i believe two different styles of still cages in there and tornado and within each um now the cool part even within that there's all different types of configurations that you could do with each match to make it 
to make the stipulations a little bit different from the last time. So that's pretty awesome right there as well. This game, they're beefing this up to really be a fun, fun game that you're, as a wrestling fan, that you're going to be on for quite some time. So I'm very much looking forward to that. And, you know, if this is successful, they did say they're going to add more to this. And then following that, um, the sequel... I hope that if this there is going to be a sequel, which it, honestly, I really think it's going to be. I, I really do. Um, if there's going to be a sequel to this, then there's a possibility that they're going to be they have the ability to add creature on wrestler next time around. Uh, maybe even more as far as match types, because uh, he was even talking about if you guys uh, look back at the interview that I had with him, which you can find on TalkTimeLive.com on the exclusive section or just type in talktimelive.com forward slash exclusive you can see the mike herman interview there and we talked about war games and he really wanted that to happen and uh unfortunately due to time constraints and everything it, it just wouldn't happen at this time but that's what that's what evolution is for it's like you make a really successful solid first game you could play off of that and then you can read you know you could add on more for the next one so i am not mad at this but he also there's also other uh things that uh they announced too uh they announced a new arena based on ProWrestlingTees.com. If you guys, you know, if you're a wrestling fan, you know ProWrestlingTees.com because they have the t-shirts for virtually every wrestler that is not in the WWE. All the AEW t-shirts are uh, being done by these companies and sold. Uh, it's a really cool, it's a really cool, I, did I get one from there? I think I did get um, the Kenny Omega shirt from there. So, uh, it, yeah, it's legit. It's really not just AEW stuff, but like every wrestler, every popular wrestler that gets some type of fame gets on pro wrestling tees. So in celebration of that and, uh, collaboration of that, they are doing some type of really cool advertising promotion, uh, cross promotion with them on air as well. So that's awesome. Um, when the game release in July, we will have Mike Herman back as well as some other folks involved in the game to which i can uh, i will not say but uh there's quite a lot of there's quite a, a few people and that is involved in this game that i know some of them are acmg members some of them are you know from other areas but it's it's uh i'm looking forward to really hyping this game um because it looks like it's going to be a really great game and as a wrestling fan i'm going to enjoy this so i am so looking forward july is going to be one of my target month uh months of the year for uh for gaming guaranteed so let's move on to some remake news here and after 21 years tony hawk's pro skater one and two remake will be as it ha was announced for ps4 xbox one and pc um <laughs> i you know why not why not and guess what this game if you haven't seen this game this game looks better than ever from a visual standpoint uh graphically it, it it's you got to remember it was on ps1 and then later on ps2 no ps1 and uh no pro skater one and two was both on uh playstation so it you got you can imagine what that looks like back then and they did if you go to ign.com they have a contrasting comparison you could do the slider where it shows you what it looks like on a on a ps1 and what it looks like now oh my god they do such a reface of this game it is insane it is utterly insane what they did with this so 
um, one of the things that a lot of players have asked about since the announcement of this, and with uh, you know, I am interested in as well because I I wasn't a great pro skater game uh, gamer, but I did like being able to pull off some of the things that I were doing. And, and after a while, once you start getting used to the control scheme, you do have a lot of fun with it. I think the only reason why I brought uh, one of the pro skater games, and I think it might have been three, it's because Spider Man was in there. And I really wanted to play Spider-Man. Plus, they had a lot of, you know, uh, tips and tricks and codes and everything that you could do to really get some cool things and do some cool stuff. But one of the changes in the game involves the control sticks, um, which uh, Viscerous Vision Studio. I'm hoping I got that right. He, uh, the uh, head of that, Jen uh, O'Neill mentioned that players will be able to choose between the classic uh, control uh, i'm sorry control scheme or the newly modern control scheme for the game there also uh was announced uh new moves will be all added uh to the list of tricks to pull off by legendary skaters at this point they're legendary skateboard hall of famers uh and athletes that were at the time they were just popular but now at this stage like these are legends these they're a lot of they're all legends in this case i mean it's been 21 years ago they are hall of fame uh status um at this point and tony hawk is still doing it to this day by the way i just want to point that out um Everything you remember from the original game will be back with just a fresh coat of paint. I mean, honestly, it looks awesome. Uh, everything is photorealistic uh, this time with the graphics. It, it's pretty much is it's what they wanted it to be a long time ago, but didn't have the technology and the power to do it. And now they do. So why not? And I think this is why it's great to have remakes out now because with with certain really legendary or cult classic games is because when you play them back then. You love the games, but you wanted to see them in such a a capacity and, and, and feel and look. You know, your mind, your your imagination went farther than the game's ability <laughs> to, to do. And now we have that power. Like like I said, Final Fantasy VII, Trials of Mana. I mean, they are eons away of what we uh, we remember it and, and we get to see more we get to do more now with these games now because of the, all the new features and you know just the uh the the memory capacity that they allow them to add so much more into the game and so much more content it's just awesome absolutely so um also returning our uh hallmark missions uh which will have you collecting skate letters uh secret tapes and more and i remember those those were pretty cool too because um the idea is that you would have to pull off a really really skeevy trick in order to get one of these uh, cassette tapes and each one every time you get one of these tapes or uh letters or whatever they would uh add on they would allow you to unlock something if i remember correctly with that so um there will be online features as well. There's an online function that will include a multiplayer uh, uh, function for it, as well as uh, create a park and create a skater mode. I they didn't explain on the IGN article whether that was going to be an offline and online mode, but uh, I definitely say it's going to be online. I, I'm hoping that it's like for you know those who want to get it, you can play it offline and then you know like you know like Super Mario Maker and then upload it you know your own park and everything online or whatever because that'd be awesome so i uh, i'm hoping down the line also that they will have 
special guest on air like they did with previous games because that will be really cool i know i don't I really doubt if Spider-Man will be on this time around because it's owned by Disney and they probably had the restrictions. So we'll, I mean, we'll see. It's po- it's very possible that Spider-Man could be back in. And I actually, at this point, having the Tom Holland version of Spider-Man will be absolutely great to have on air. So I, I absolutely love it. Um, I'm looking forward to it. it. It's awesome. And I'm actually looking forward to seeing what they're going to do next with that. So, um, Cheers to them on that. And there's a lot of people that were excited for it. I on our ACMG Facebook group. It's one of those situations where like the news is so big that multiple people try to up, you know, post it on our page. And I have to prove a lot of what's on the page and it's like first come first serve so it's like there were like four people who tried to upload the news that uh pro skater was back and get the nod for posting that up uh it, that goes to show how much people love the game so um you know what else i loved was unreal engine and epic games who revealed the first look at the graphic power of the playstation 5 and my goodness i can't say but so much about it but i can tell you how freaking awesome the graphics look on that game i mean it lo- it absolutely looks freaking tremendous um now does it look as good or better than with xbox i think it looks just as great as what xbox is doing uh so i don't not sure when it comes down to you know I haven't seen enough. I haven't seen enough. I need to see a little bit more uh, as far as frame rate and what they're doing. I, honestly, I, I think it's all going to be the same. I really think it's all going to be the same. And but it's just what it's all going to be. It's always about what games are going to have who. Who has the exclusive rights? Who's going to do what? You know, that's what it's going to come down to. So I, I, I you know, well, I, I'm looking forward to seeing more, and I'm looking forward to seeing games that i want to play particular like fighting games god if we could get a street fighter 6 possible announcement maybe um you know some fighting game announcements uh i know i knew spider-man announcement maybe down the line you get that talk and then i'm intrigued but so far so good it looks like they this is the type of news that fans have been wanting to see for quite some time i if you could recall we had a there was a press conference but it was all about the tech aspect of it which many fans were very upset and bored because this is not that wasn't what they wanted to talk about there was some not to say there wasn't some intriguing and interesting notes from that conference but it was it was just really weird and off-putting let's just put it like that so um yeah it's it looks really great i'm looking forward to it as uh, i'm looking forward to everything that's coming out soon and uh, we'll see. We'll see. I need. I'm, I just want to see more. I definitely want to see more from there. All right. So, my thoughts on this new indie game I've been waiting to play called Super Mash. Not Super Smash. If you go on Google, please type in Super Mash and literally mash them together. Like it's there's no space in between Super and Mash because every time you type it in. You know Super Smash Brothers is going to come up. So that's one thing that, that's going to be a problem when trying to look for information on them. But Super Mash is a game that takes that makes games. It literally is. Um, mash uh, together two game genres to get a completely unique game each time. Uh, then 
challenge your friends and see what they could do because and they saying they're they're saying that be to say that you can mash up and create your own different combination and then Cre- uh, create a code and allows you to upload it for other or you could pass the code on for others to be able to play what you've created so the story of this the little story of this is a person a character named jooms spelled j-u-m-e uh jooms game shop is in trouble and she needs her brother tomo's these are some weird names <laughs> uh tomo's help to save it mash together iconic genres create never before seen game experiences now what really happens in a game this is just notes from what i got from the from some of the from the website but what happens in a game is that they go into uh a yard sale apparently tomo finds a box that has a game system on there that's never been you know seen before like almost a prototype and it has a bunch of games uh developed games that has never been made before and they believe it might be from a game developer of sorts so they take it they bring it into the shop and they test it out and lo and behold it's a bunch of unfinished games that they put together and somehow some way they find a way to mash the games together to see if they could create something new and if they could create something new i believe that they are able to sell these games to the shop and save the shop and i believe that's where it comes in so there is a story and narrative to this game it's just not you just mashing up games just do it so they'll let you do this and then they'll start you on an easy mode and then they'll start you on to do a hard mode and whatever like that so uh they so far so good so far so good uh you can create various game genres uh such as platform metrovania jrpg shooter stealth and action and adventures and it is it is really insane how they put all this together um some of my favorites is playing a platform game that is stealth and you're playing this really kind of mascot character who can throw grenades at you and sneak up on different enemies that looks like metal gear like 8-bit metal gear characters but you're on a mario brothers like platform it is it is wacky and weird they also also has some games that kind of resemble zelda but you can play it in a metro metro uh metroidvania type of uh format it's really really weird but uh, quite fun it is quite fun not blow out of your way not not like um addictive or really you know immersed in but it is something fun to, to get into um there unfortunately i was looking for like a fighting game genre option in the game and unfortunately they don't have it however publishers digital uh, continue that's the name of the company has mentioned has mentioned that um with the support of this game uh content updates and dlc which includes new genres dev cards and more in the future uh is being worked on or will be worked on pending how much successful the game is so if people actually like the game and i can tell you i actually like it so far uh that they will add on more and hopefully fighting games will be one and beat em ups will be another because that i think that will be an awesome mashup as well so you also have the ability to create your uh your game mashup as i mentioned share it with your uh with others via a code not uploading but you can have a code that somehow some way you can share it with others who have the game and they could play the game the, the code that you mash up and i like that 
idea because it's kind of retro and it's old school, you know, using the code system and whatever. So I think that's pretty cool. Um, the game overall, the game is pretty good uh, with with the uh, mashups being uh, really wacky and cool and fun. So if you want to check it out, it's on is available on the Nintendo eShop right now. I think is of course is download only. Uh, at this time due to circumstances beyond all of our control but it's out there and i think yep yeah, it's 1999 if i'm correct out there so it's not that bad this is a really cool story it, it, it checks it out so folks that will do it for this portion of select start we're going to take a break come back and have our final stage review of trials of mana remake uh we'll do that right after this Ladies and gentlemen, this is Dak Xavier Josiah, the host of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live, the podcast. You want to catch up with all of our podcast shows and hear from some of the hottest names in all of anime, comics, movies, and games, such as... This is Miley Flanagan, the voice of Naruto. This is Stephanie Shea, the voice of Sailor Moon. This is Ruben Langdon, the voice of Ken Masters and Dante from Devil May Cry. Hey there, this is Kyle Abair, the voice of Ryu from Street Fighter V. This is Chris Battle, character designer of Teen Titans Go! Here's your chance to check out all of that and more on Talk Time Live. TalkTimeLive.com provides all of our ACMG content with new and previous episodes, exclusive interviews, articles, and much more. Visit TalkTimeLive.com and let us help you learn to let go, live life, and love all things ACMG. Talk Time Live! We are back with our final stage review, and it is my review of Trials of Mana Remake. And I played it on a Nintendo Switch, but it is also available on the PlayStation 4, Xbox One. I believe Steam has it as well. Can't speak for PC. Who cares? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But um, it is a game that I liked, and then I really liked it, and then I really enjoyed it as I kept playing the game. Uh... I truly understand why people have enjoyed this game and why people are excited about this game. I've never played the original game that is based on Trials of Mana is a 3D remake of the Super Nintendo cult classic, I believe, of the 1995 action RPG hit Seiken Densetsu 3. Trial of Mana has you playing as six brave warriors seeking the Sword of Mana in order to save their world from the threat of eight monsters of destructions known as Benavondu. Vondons. I don't understand the name. I don't know. They just, they sometimes I feel like they want to be difficult just for the sake of being difficult with names each character has their own backstory which connects to the other characters in some form or fashion depending on what combination of characters you choose players will be treated to 
a very well fleshed out character development in here and story narrative within the game uh the game does a great job of allowing you to learn more about each character and getting to be more involved with their lives in the game i, I really did enjoy how they did this i don't and and, and it makes me want to get the original game to see if they how they did it so i could compare it and contrast it too because if you guys don't know the originals are available on the nintendo eShop. again i can't speak for um playstation network or xbox live uh don't know if they're available there but i know that the original games that these are based on are available on the nintendo eShop. so you could definitely check it out there uh if you're a nintendo switch owner and which i may actually check it out because i like i said i enjoyed this game and i believe that game was sort of a zelda-esque version of what this game has become so i i really enjoyed it i would love to see how they played well with the story and narrative on that game and i know they were a lot to, again we talked about this with uh tony hawk's pro skater on the last segment and other games that they're allowed to do a little bit more like they did with final fantasy 7 remake uh with this as well so uh each character too in their stories are fun and compelling each one of them all of them um some better than others it uh it took me a while to warm up to this game uh because especially after playing final fantasy 7 remake literally both of these came these games came out rather during the same week or i think around the same week so or one came out before the other but even it was very close it was at least like a week close or within the same week but it was really hard to try to enjoy this game after already playing Final Fantasy Remake, which is still at this time guaranteed the game of the year. There's, I, I really don't see any other game that is going to compare to that game. Um, and playing the fact that both uh, Trials of Mana and Final Fantasy VII Remake are both not only square enix games but they're also both action rpg games and at one point i, I was talking i was telling myself i'm like this is really hard it's, it's kind of unfair to compare the two but it's really not because they're both action rpg games and they're both from square enix and they're both remakes so at the same time it's like i don't want to but in some cases i kind of have to in a sense but there are some similarities with trials of mana but there are also some different aspects in here i it's not the complete package that final fantasy 7 remake was in terms of i would say in terms of character development uh and narrative to that expect or even you know graphically uh because they have their two different graphic art styles one looks like they put a lot of money into it and the other looks like they put enough money into it <laughs> to make it look as good as it does. So, I mean, like Final Fantasy VII, they, they had to go the extra mile on. I mean, the I mean to make it look photorealistic as it do, as it does, but still has that anime look to it. Whereas Trials of Mana looks like an actual anime. It looks like a a um. It, it actually to me it looks like dragon quest in a sense it has even the game feel has a bit of a dragon quest feel to it and i don't know if trials of mana was supposed to play off of what dragon the success of what dragon quest was and they're making their own version of what that is but there's a lot of, of the games aspect 
that resembles and reminds me of Dragon Quest. Um, in fact, you know, the control scheme is very similar to what Final Fantasy VII is. At least it, it is because you can reconfigure the the uh, control scheme. Be, at first, by def the default control scheme is a little bit different, but I, it would it would throw me off. It would it would throw me off if I didn't if I played it the way that the default control scheme was. And especially, like I said, I played this remotely after playing Final Fantasy VII. Um, so thank goodness that they allowed you to reconfigure the control scheme. So what I was able to do was make the control scheme exactly the same as it was for Final Fantasy VII. That why that way. I can assimilate very easily into this game and play it in the, in the way that I'm accustomed to now. So I, I'm really happy that they allowed you to do that. Um, so it is, and it's, in some cases, it is quite similar to Final Fantasy VII. And if you've just played Final Fantasy VII Remake and you want to jump into this, just know that you can make it exactly like it and it feels just as uh, smooth in its transition from there much like the original you have the benefit of obtaining upgraded weapons armor and more through the game's class system which is one of my favorite parts of this game the class system allows you to uh, become a more powerful character classes consist of light and dark classes which gives you different abilities and attacks some of them are really really cool uh as well as it, i you know and i talk lightly about their character design and their art style i really like their art style and character design don't get me twisted like it is different from final fantasy 7 and like they went their direction and trials of mana went their direction but trials of mana character design and 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 the costume designs are phenomenal they're beautifully done um they have such a great balance to them in a sense it's it, i mean i it's very from just from a design aspect is it's really really sharp um not there's not one bad costume there's not one bad you know look or anything everything about this game every character in the game is drawn beautifully i i and really enjoy that aspect once you reach a certain level you will need a what is called a question mark seed or it's three question marks in a seed i don't exactly understand with that uh with how to pronounce it or whatever but it is a seed with some question marks that you will need along with other stipulations in order to advance to class three and class four each time you upgrade it to a class you get new moves you get new power moves you get new um you know mana power moves or whatever so i mean there's a lot of things there's light attacks there's heavy attacks there's dodge moves um but there's also uh, magic that you can use depending on which character you have. There's also mana moves. It's just a lot of ways to play this game, and it's very which makes it very versatile uh, in, in its approach. It's really cool. Uh, there's a lot of great replay value to this game, and, I, and at first I thought it wasn't because I played the first game with Duran, and I felt like I think. I felt like uh, it was it, it ended very quickly and i was like this better not be the entire game this like after i thought like just playing it with duran was going to be it but i learned later that you're going to need to play all of the characters because each one of them had their own storyline so you're going to go on this journey with all of them so that's where it brings the replay value so i think i played over like maybe t 15 to 20 hours with duran 
on there and then from that point i realized that you could play with more people so you end up playing it again so i, I beat it twice so far with two main characters and, and with side characters on there and i i absolutely enjoyed it i really enjoyed it overall the gameplay and presentation is what i wish dragon blade uh dragon quest and xenoblade chronicles would be like if they had some of the same you know control scheme like they do because both of those games i believe are turn-based if they had an action-based option for it i would definitely jump on the dragon quest because i've always been a fan of dragon quest I used to watch the anime I used to um i love akira Toriyama's artwork uh, and, and they do have a dragon quest game that is an action-based game i believe i, I don't get me twist don't get me wrong uh, but i believe there is one and xenoblade chronicles which you know shout out to my uh, man craig holland i know there is something to like in there and there's something i want to like but i can't get past that that turn base and what really kills me because uh, you know i grew up as a guy who you know who was a, i grew up uh, as a kid who got into a lot of fights and got into a lot of you know um you know situations back then and the one thing i never do is stand there waiting for somebody to hit me that logic to me that logistic to me kills me i will not wait to be hit nor does the person i'm fighting is going to wait for me to hit them you know this is not like strong style on wrestling and to some extent they don't even you know they don't even allow it either it's like no it just doesn't work that way so turn base has always you know got to me it, it, you know it, it and i and it, it dates back to final the original final fantasy 7 at that but it is what it is my only negative to the game is the english voice acting which normally i'm a big fan of voice acting but when it's really good and this is a rare for me to ever criticize voice acting uh, american voice acting normally this this is i i looked at the cast list i don't recognize any of the cast in this uh in this game but the dialogue from some of the characters sounded sound nor feel as good as you would expect um some of it reminds me of how 90s anime voice acting was portrayed uh you know back then and how the character sounded back then it sounded like that now it's not entirely that bad because there were some really bad uh voice acting back then but it is it's a little bit off it's a little bit off-putting for me um but it doesn't take away from the entire experience and if you wanted to you could change i believe you can change the uh, audio from japanese to um english or english to japanese if you wanted to as well i mean it's not entirely bad not all the voices are bad there's just some voices in air that just doesn't click with me um one of my favorite characters i guess to play in air is duran and then and i love duran's fourth class uh gear his dark gear it is awesome the berserker i love it char uh charlotte is one of my favorites too because everything that comes out of her mouth sounds like a kid and she hasn't learned how to pronunciate every word properly so they have her talking like having a baby gibberish talk in a sense in her dialogue um other character there's some other characters in there but just didn't work for me overall but it like i said it doesn't and i think probably my least favorite my I, character i do like but i it was my least favorite voice of there is uh what is the i forgot his name i forgot the wolf character's name um 
nonetheless not all of them do fit the format as i wish they would or just maybe it's the adr direction that just didn't work right i i, I wouldn't necessarily blame the actors is they're giving what they've been asked to do and whether it's been executed to the way it was supposed to that's a whole other thing so um you know it is what it is but overall i absolutely enjoy it and it doesn't and the voice acting quality doesn't take away from me um with this game so if i was to give a grade for this game overall i'm gonna give it a a minus now a minus only because of the voice acting everything else is really great the control scheme is awesome uh the look of the game is beautiful the character designs are great the class system really is appealing uh the the amount of weapons and swords that you get all look really cool and 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 swords and everything and 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 the storytelling and the narrative and storytelling is just really good and how they focus on everything and it keeps you going wanting to play over and over again um even though you've played some of the scenes before you will get new scenes if you play with uh with particular characters that you haven't seen before or different stages of boards or um areas that you never got a chance to play before so they they do add a lot to the game and i do love that part so um if you played final fantasy 7 but you want to have that another type of experience like that i am going to recommend this game this game is all this game is awesome square enix uh did a really good job on this um as well considering they we're already working on one of the most anticipated remakes of all time and you know this is another this is a great follow-up to play after playing final fantasy 7 and if you now on a nintendo switch especially um it's great to play it on there and if you own if you only own a nintendo switch but you aren't able to get final fantasy 7 remake trial of mana trials of mana actually is not a bad follow-up or you know you know uh game to play with to have that type of experience it, i mean it's it's a lot of fun it is a lot of fun and the fact that you lo- I, and i never mentioned this too the rpg elements of the game is really good too it's uh fast paced you do level up really really fast and if you manage to beat the game again um they you and you may be able to find a particular item that may help you level up even faster and even after the after you beat the initial story mode there's another story in there now all right that's another thing i will say that may be a negative that extra story mode i'm not too much of a fan of that extra story mode on account that it's very it's it's ongoing and ongoing with stages over after stage after stage just to reach the final person it it feels like it takes forever and it it it, some it drags just a bit but again it's not the end of the world per se but i think the second time around i got to the destination faster because i was kind of used to getting to that area at that point in time but the first time around just felt like it took forever and uh but nonetheless overall the game is awesome it's worth checking out it's worth the money that they're asking for which i think is like 49.99 and uh you get your money's worth you get you get a lot of hours into that game so folks that will do it for this edition of select start i hope you guys enjoyed it i hope you guys get to enjoy today and every day and in all that is going on i hope you will continue to live smart i hope you learn more about what's going on out here and it's world and we get the answers that we need to understand this further so we can handle things properly um this sunday 
this Sunday, we are going to check out a movie that (laughs) I was relying on my ACMG group (laughs) to help me out with. But lo and behold, that was a lost cause on the account of it was a split decision. It there was I I love you guys. If you're listening, I love you guys, but it was no help <laughs> on this. So here's the deal. I wanted to review two, one of two movies this week. Uh 23, 24, 25. Yeah. I wanted to review two different two movies this week, but I only I didn't want to do both. As you know, today is Friday. The new Scooby-Doo movie is out called Scoob, and it's supposed to be the origin of uh uh, Shaggy and Scooby is going to have uh, Dino Mutt and Falcon and a whole new sidekick character who's black, by the way. I want to point that out. In fact, probably the only black character that it may be in this movie that's being focused on, um, who's the sidekick superhero to Falcon. And it just looks really cool. So I wanted to try to check that out. But then I also was like, you know what? Bloodshot's been out for a while. I want to check that out too. So I put out a post with the graphic that said click thumbs up like if you know icon if you if you uh if i should watch blood uh shot for scooby-doo hit the laugh emoji icon for that can i tell you that can i tell you that was split between the middle like literally split between the middle so i had to do the whole point with this was to try to make it easier for me to say like all right which do they think i should you know better check out it just did not help so in fact i have to make a you know uh this a judgment decision and i've decided that in the midst of this movie coming out today and to support it considering all that is going on with COVID 19 well, technically both of them to some extent, but this one, I think it, it deserves it. Scoob is being reviewed first. So this Sunday, I will be reviewing the new Scooby-Doo movie. It looks really cool. I like some of the things that I saw in that trailer. Uh, I like the fact that they bring back Falcon and Dino Mutt. And I really am interested in seeing this other new sidekick character that they have with it. And uh, it looks awesome. And I want to see the origin of Scoob and, uh, and Shag. So we're going to check that out. Maybe next week I'll do Blood uh, Shop because I am still wary of that <laughs> movie. So we'll see. But um, this week will be um, that. Plus, there's some other news that is coming out this week that we definitely got to talk about as well. Um, we are going to talk about cons that are continuing to uh, postpone and, um, you know, move on uh there's news on wizard world comic con uh from philadelphia that we're going to talk about i may have a guest on the show to talk about that one a person that i have been to san diego comic con with and has been to many of these events these major um uh comic con international and read pop events so i want to get his take on it and he's really cool as a, a school teacher too and a, and a huge comic book fan as well so hopefully we could get him on this sunday if not we'll get him on probably next week to talk about give his view on everything that's going on and whatnot and uh see what comes of it and hit from his perspective so uh, but that's going to be one of the big things that i'm going to talk about this sunday as well amongst other news that has come out 
as well because there's some really cool news that from the CW front that is uh, has been announced this week as well. So stay tuned for that and much more, folks. Thank you so much for being a part of the show. And again, you can check us out on all major platforms out here. It, that's including. Bear with me for a sec. That is including talktimelive.com you could go there to check out all of our episodes all of our previous episodes and you could go to the exclusives page on the website or type in talktimelive.com forward slash exclusives to check out all of our interviews that we had in the recent past uh two new interviews i will be adding on that's um the ben piquette uh, Fiket, uh interview with for uh, Streets of Rage Four, and Rebecca Ryan, who is the cosplayer, uh, the San Diego Comic Con champion cosplay, uh, cosplay champion, I should say. Um, that interview, which I absolutely loved, uh, was on air too. So I am uh, will be adding those in the near future for that. So um, stay tuned for that as well. But you can also check us out on Spotify, iHeartRadio. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Podbean, Pocket Cast, and all Amazon devices. You can check us out anywhere and everywhere you need to find for all of your favorite fandoms. So, folks, that will do it for me. On behalf of myself, this is Dax Xavier Josiah saying, learn to let go, live life, and love all things anime, comics, movies, and games. This is ACMG Presents Talk Time Live. I am out of here, folks. Be safe, and I will talk to you Sunday. Take care. Music for this episode is provided by Game Chops. Check out these great chiptune tracks and more at music.gamechops.com.